Take Care with Mod is a podcast that focuses on the power we gain from taking care of ourselves. In this space, I share my own experiences with spirituality, mental health, finding my purpose, leaning into community, tons of transformation, and so much more. I'll also be in conversation with a few of my favorite people as they share some of their own stories. Taking care of ourselves is more than what we do to maintain day-to-day. It's actually the groundwork to us becoming our true selves. So let's learn how together. Thank you for pressing play, and here's today's offering. Good morning. This is Mod, and I am back with another episode of Take Care with Mod. And today I'm super excited because I have a amazing singer, just amazing overall person um, interviewing with me today, Miss Ladi Dali. Hey, Mod. How are you? I'm Thank good. you for having me. Thank you. Thank you for coming on. I. Totally appreciate it, and I'm excited to have you here. I'll just really quickly tell everyone like who you are, what you're about, real quick. Well, my name is Lottie Dali. I'm 25 years old. I'm a singer, songwriter, and performer. I am from Pittsburgh, California, born and raised. I am a mother of one and a growing woman. <laughs> snaps to that snaps to that you're a growing woman I like that I like that so today since I have such an amazing artist here a mother here I just wanted to talk a little bit about just your life because I I've little background story I've known uh, Lottie Dolly since high school um I might even say middle school but I'm I'm positive high school (laughs) I've known her many many years so I it's just kind of like a full circle moment right now to have you on here (laughs) and just seeing you just be this amazing just artist in person and just just watching you do your thing it's fun it's really fun to watch thank you so much that makes me feel so good just hearing you say that it is not always fun though I love it. I love it so much, but it is a lot of pressure because I'm spread so thin. Mm-hmm. Just trying to find balance between being a mother in addition to being an artist. Yeah. I'm on the come up and an artist raising, a, you know, a young black man on her own is it's a lot. I can never give up on my baby or on my career. So I'm constantly just striving to find that perfect balance. Mm. And I know that you wear like so many hats. Um, let's talk a little bit about what I know that is so closest in like the dearest part of your heart is being a mother. How do you balance that? Like, how do you make sure that you are giving 110 percent to that while doing all the other things you have going on? 
Well, my son is a very vocal young man, so I'm never question wondering or questioning what he wants because he tells me flat out. <laughs> so I'm always just, you know, just trying to find a flow, go with his flow and remain, you know, two to three steps ahead of him because he will, he's something else. He, he, is, he keeps me on my feet. Being his mom is just, it's a blessing. It's beautiful. And not only is it a, it's a job, but it's a learning experience. And being able to mold and shape him into the type of husband I would want, the type of father I needed, any type of male figure in my life, what in my past, what I needed, where I'm headed, where I'm going. I can raise my baby up to be the ideal man, 360, like the 360 ideal man in my eyes. Mm -hmm. So when I think about that aspect, I just say it's all a part of the process of me getting him to where he's a successful young black man Mm -hmm. to where we can just be like, oh, we did that baby. (laughs) (laughs) That finish line right now, whatever we go through and whatever is placed before us, our main focus is just overcoming it and sticking together as mommy and son. And like I said, he's really vocal. So it's just what you want, baby. If mommy can do it, I got you. <laughs> okay. That's powerful. That's good that you actually have that kind of open conversation with your son. Yeah. And I, I know. talk to him just like I talk to you. There's no, we don't, I don't really put the birds and the bees on top of anything, I don't really have any disguises. You know mm. how that saying would be a disguise of something else? Yeah. I try my best to be as authentic as possible, but I do kidify it because he is a child. Yes. But that open like conversation, I know for me growing up and for a lot of people I know, like was non-existent, you know, like. Yeah. To this day, my mom still, you know, try to mask things in front of me. And I'm a whole grown woman, you know, but that that is so refreshing to just hear and to just see that you are creating that kind of communication for him, because I know that's going to be super beneficial to him as he gets older and as he grows. And I always just like what you just said about with your mom, my mom wasn't very vocal either, but my mom was very representational. So just with watching my mom growing up, it was sort of she made it so clear just in the way she carried herself what she expected from me. Yes. I would have already known when I was acting up just by watching my mom. I would never do anything that I never saw her do. My mom is very conservative. (laughs) So she's not very vocal. She's not very, she's not a a talker, Mm. but just in watching her and observing her, I I sort of just, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. More of a, I'm growing with my son. You know, I had him at a young age and I'm not as mature as I'm going to get. So it's different. And he's my only baby. So we're growing together. Yeah. And it's a lot of fun. Oh, it sounds fun. It sounds... You have to bridge that gap, though, between mommy and best friend. You mm. really do. Or the man- children, they'll manipulate you, try to get all in your head, use a little guilt trips. There's some sly little things. <laughs> Especially these children born in 2011 or later. It's like, huh? <laughs> 
Their world is so different. Their world is so different than like the world that we grew up in. You know, it's like the things they have now, I couldn't have even imagined being real back when I was that age, you know? But it is different times do change. And so with being a mother, I know you said that you're a mother first, um, of course, but how do you make time for yourself? While you have that, you know, super important hat on, how do you make sure that you're taking care of during that time when you're having to take care of this other person as well? Well, it's the little things. I try to do very small things for myself because I am spread so thin with raising my son up accordingly Mm -hmm. and chasing my career, which also brings me pleasure. So chasing a career and something that I love is it's a win win situation in so many words but as far as time goes there's only 24 hours in a day so I try to always take a little time to meditate in the morning time to sit at my altar light an incense I emerge myself in water constantly well all the time that's my favorite thing a long hot bath that is my thing I will sit in that tub for so long my son will have to come and check on me (laughs) mommy done let her water out and made it hot again (laughs) so just the little things that I do to free my mind and just unwind and recharge for the next day so it's just all about just making sure you are fortifying yourself for each new day like you said recharged and refilled basically Yes, I try my best, but there are some days where I forget totally about me because I just come home and then there's still so much stuff to do. I've already handled all my worldly duties and I'm just like, whoa, I am Erinique. I forgot about her. Let me tell her nails or something. <laughs> it will be days like that. I don't think I'm faced with anything I can't handle. Exactly. As long as I have faith, everything is okay. I heard you say that you um, you go to your altar or you emerge yourself in water and you you just keep faith that if you have faith that things will work out for you and things will go good. What role does you being in tune with yourself and your spirituality play in keeping things going in day to day? And how does that help you with tackling all the tasks that you have in front of you? Well, knowing myself and knowing how strong I am and knowing that there's levels to everything in me, you know, some day at some days I'm decreased and other days I'm, my energy is increased and I just have to give what I can. I can't give something that's not there. I can't receive something that's not being, you know, given to me day by day learning what's best for me and what's best for my child and what's best for us in a whole together. It's day by day. Day by day. I agree with that. I feel like with everything, it's like, I often think of like, you ever seen that movie, James and Giant Peach? Yes. <laughs> that's one of my <laughs> favorite. It. That's one of my favorite movies too. And I just think of how um, James, he was trying to eat his way through that peach and I think of myself as James sometimes, you know, like the world is the peach and I'm trying to make my way through it. And of course, I wish I could just kind of like throw this peach in a blender and suck it through a straw because that would be easy. 
but I have to eat my way through it and it's bite by bite and I think of every day as another bite through this peach of getting to where I want to be yes yes ma'am but a blender would be nice that's the perfect way to put it and so positive because I love that movie I do too it's one of my favorite movies oh my gosh that's the one that can watch me while I sleep Yes, I have not seen it in years, but I just always think about that because I'm like, James, James is ready to risk it all, taking a bite after bite after bite, trying to get through that peach. And I'm like, that's how I have to be in life. You know, like I have to bite every day and just make it through and make it through and keep it going, keep it going. But yeah, day by day. Yes. When you said that, that just made me think of that. <laughs> With being a mother and... I know that that has so many things that it comes with. And throughout this time, what has it taught you about yourself? That That's a really good question, Maud. Like, I want to just find the perfect way to say this. Because there's so many things. Like, <laughs> is there enough time on air? It's for one, I guess I'll do three things. Three out of many. Being a mother has taught me patience on a whole new level because your responsibility is human and is growing right before your eyes. Mm. So you have to be patient with he or she. It's taught me that. And it's taught me how to trust, how to believe. And it's also taught me that I'm very powerful Mm. and I'm going to be able to exhibit my power and how powerful I am, all that I know, all that I am, through the life that I'm responsible for. And he's going to radiate what he's been taught and what he is being taught. Mm. It's taught me a lot about power and patience and love. That is powerful. So well put. See, you found the words. It's like it's so many, <laughs> but that was just beautiful. It's still so much. I just tried to simplify it and make it as close to my heart as possible because being a mom is touchy. It's a real touchy subject for me because it happened for me at a very young age and I did not see it coming and doing it and feeling and knowing that I'm good at it. It's just enough to bring tears to my eyes. And then I think about my son. I start to think how he going to look when he's 19 and and he get his beard and his goatee start connecting. And I'm just, (laughs) oh, I can't wait. Oh God, you are hilarious! I just want to see him. You know, because that's your that's your life. Something, something. I'm trying to tell you, he's he's a cutie. Yeah, that's like cutie. A literal part of you. Somebody's night in shining platinum. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> she's gonna be that one. She's gonna be so blessed. She's yeah. gonna be so blessed, ebonically speaking. <laughs> I'm bilingual. Ebonics is my first language. It's mine too. You feel me, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so but who knows what I be talking about? I be knowing. Every I be knowing. I say is what I be saying. Period. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. 
But I I just love how you talk about him, like how you talk about him in the present, you know, today, him in the future, how he made you in the past. Like, it's just you just talk about him. And I can't see you right now, but I know that you're <laughs> smiling from ear to ear. And it's just it's yeah. just beautiful to hear. He's something else. Like, oh, perfect. I know. Sometimes I just—I don't even think he knows like what's really in store for him. If I have anything to do with it, honey, this world is yours. Period. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you are hilarious. <laughs> That's like my favorite thing to say. Like honestly, I. <laughs> <laughs> I will just come out of nowhere and just say period in that voice all the time. It's just, it, I don't know. It's just a part of me. Now. <laughs> now that we've talked a little bit about you being a mother and what that means to you, I want to transition a little bit and talk to you as the artist you are. I know that the industry can be like a little bit hectic and crazy, but Girl, you... Cut <laughs> Better put your steel toes on if you want to walk with the big dog. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And, you know, there's layers. I'm just now picking the scab off. I'm trying to get deeper into yeah. whatever it is you're talking about. I don't know yet. I heard that, too. I'm trying to find out for myself. <laughs> <laughs> so with it being like that, how do you just make sure that with everything you do and whatever you do that you're just staying authentic and true to yourself and not letting it infiltrate what it is that you want to put out into the world girl I listen to my gut cause that thing will start turning and churning and then my spine will do this this tingly thing if something's not for me like the most high he is really he really really will reroute me instantly mm throughout my own temple, the temple that he gave me. He owns me. He be doing stuff to me when he knows I'm about to do something stupid. <laughs> <laughs> He'll send me little feelings like somebody will pinch me. Like I'll feel a pinch. Literally, I kid you not. And no, ain't nobody pinched me, but something pinched me when I was thinking about calling one of these wrong numbers or just <laughs> opening up a can of not good for you soup (laughs) (laughs) so yes I just I listen to my body Mm. and I thank the most high every day for a woman's intuition because it is a real thing absolutely I just trust myself honestly that's how I remain authentic I trust me and I believe what my body tells me so when you are songwriting or you're picking, you know, different kinds of beats or putting projects together, what kind of emotion or energy do you want people to feel when they listen to your music? Well, for me, music is medicinal. So mm-hmm. I just hope whatever feeling that the person intends on getting when they go in an expedition or something to listen to. I just hope I fulfill whatever it is that their body is asking for emotionally. Mm. Cause I don't know what a person may be going through. I just try to make all of my music feel good. No matter what it is, I just speak it and sing it and perform it from my heart. 
Mm. My heart that is still within my soul, still growing, my heart that I'm still learning, expanding, my beautiful soul that I have a very tight grip on because that's what this world be wanting. (laughs) Evonically speaking, they want our soul and I ain't going to give it to them. (laughs) So I just make music from my heart. And it's obvious. It's really obvious. Like when I just see you, when you do your visuals or even when you just singing and you might be in your living room and just, I could feel the soul coming through. Like, I don't have to be like, oh, That's amazing. I wonder what kind of music she makes. It's it's just obvious, you know? And I feel like that has a lot to do with you being your authentic self every day, all day. And that translates to the music and the art that you put out. I always say you can never go wrong with a love song. And I have always said that for a long time. And I saw on an interview where Smokey Robinson said the same thing. Mm. I was like, wow. Alignment. (laughs) (laughs) When I just see what you do and even the looks that you do, even the way you choose to dress when you do a visual or anything like that, it just, to me, just reads as, okay, this is who she is. Like, It's not like, oh, I'm about to go put on something because I think that's what everybody wants to see. It's just like, this is who I am and you present yourself in that way. I'm so happy that you see that. That is so amazing to hear you say that because when it's time for me to go on stage or get ready to shoot a music video or a photo shoot, like mod, the amount of happiness that's within my body I can't even control it it's like ADHD overload (laughs) like I cannot sit still it just makes me I'm just so excited and so happy and just able because you know I'm an administrative assistant that's my day job and Mm -hmm. we wear suits and collared shirts and just boring smarring clothes (laughs) (laughs) and my stage wear and what I'm wearing when it's time to exude what I want to do every day of my life and make it a lucrative career it's just I get stuck and I try to (laughs) those days when I'm performing and I have my shows and my music videos I stretch that energy for as long as possible Mm. like you don't understand Because I really want that to be my everyday life. Coping with the fact that right now it's not. And I'm on the come up for it. And remaining dedicated and motivated and hungry for it. Because there's other ways to eat, obviously. I could choose up and choose a different path tomorrow. And go get me some whatever have you money. Some nurse money. Some teacher money. Some... I'm capable of many things. I'm Mm -hmm. no Tweedledee, obviously. (laughs) But I really love this. Mm. And like I said, that's obvious. Like, I can feel it. And then when it comes to making sure that you're, you're staying in alignment with who you are by showcasing that and when you showcase it all together, how do you just make sure that what you're putting out is in alignment? Because I'm sure that sometimes you might 
things like, oh, I want, I want like a, something that could be like a, a radio banger, or I want something that could be really popular. But how do you make sure that you're always creating music and visuals and things that are in alignment with who you are? That term, let me take you back a little bit, radio banger, never understood what that was. Because let me take you back to the late 90s, early 90s, there were what you would consider obviously radio bangers being played consecutively. I think times have changed and artistic expression has changed. So if we could get someone true to themselves and some right now somebody's copying somebody clearly mm-hmm. whatever a radio banger is somebody is copying someone because everything sounds too similar so if we could find some people who are still pushing what's true to them and get them on the radio then that would be considered a radio banger and i guess everybody would start copying that girl but no mm. i don't know <laughs> But when I'm writing music and if I'm not feeling it, I can't force it. If I feel like I'm forcing a song, I'll take a break. I'll walk away. I'll go have a snack. I'll stretch. I'll do something to just relieve whatever is blocking me from doing what I love the most. Mm -hmm. There's something there in the way. If it's not coming to me naturally, freely, like, you know, feeling like butterflies and swirly cotton candy and just beautiful things that flow, unicorns and fluffy <laughs> clouds, blue skies. Like, it's just supposed to feel. Yeah. It's, it's beautiful. It feels. It feels. Music creation, it feels. So if you feel like you're forcing it, me, I just I walk away and I give myself some time. Then I come back and I just never walk away from it completely. Mm-hmm. I always go back, but I always give myself time to fuel and experience. My music is, you know, they're my experiences. It's not just, then there are some people who do use music as an artist storytelling. Mm-hmm. You know, you just make a book, you just pick out names, you just make things up to create a story, a story and song. I find that a gift because I'm not capable of doing that just yet or it's just not something I'm interested in. I like to talk and when I'm talking, I like it to be true. And when I'm singing and performing, I like it to be real as well. Mm -hmm. But that's a good writing process that you have, not forcing it and not making it so rigid, you know, like I really resonate with that because when I do anything you know like when I'm doing poetry if I'm writing a story or if I'm doing the podcast I always tell myself like not to be too rigid because when I when I'm rigid I'm not being authentic to what it is that I'm doing you know yes and writing you can just go so many ways with it and my creative process does not stay the same some days when I am writing a song she's this as an example if I'm writing a song about maybe a um Romantic interest, former romantic interest, someone I've been with, a real true, a real life experience. If I'm forcing that, I'll have to just walk away from it because I know exactly why it's not coming to me. It's not something I'm supposed to be writing about. It's something that I should be letting go. If it, if it were no good, I'm not supposed to be using my art to glorify icky situations. So mm-hmm. 
And then there are other times when I'm writing where the name comes first, or I'll just say a name, a title, a catchy phrase, or just two words that sound good together. And I tell myself, I want a song called this. Mm. And then I'll go from there. <laughs> so with that way, it's almost like writing backwards, you know, like this is the name and then writing the song surrounding that. Yeah, like writing around a title. Like my song, my single, actually, my first music video that's going to drop and my single is actually available now on Popcorns. It was Sunday school, and I heard the beat. It was by my favorite, my most favorite producer, McKay. He's out of New Orleans. And when I heard the beat, immediately, I just knew I wanted a song to this beat, and I want the name of it to be Sunday school. Mm. And then secondly, what is Sunday school? It's a place where you learn something, and the song is based around, well, people always ask me what that song is about. And I never, I never really give them a straight answer because music is perception. Mm-hmm. I would rather them listen to it and tell me what they think it is about first. And then I'll tell them what it's really about. But that was a song where I just wanted to have a song called Sunday School. And it turned out beautiful. It absolutely did. I actually really liked that song. And I was, oh, that song, it. yes, of course. You know, I always... I listen to everything. I like to know what you have going on. You're one of my favorite people to just keep up with, <laughs> even Yay! if it's on Instagram. Yeah. But I well, really the like video that. Mod, get ready for that because it is coming. Oh. I'm gonna drop that thing on your head, girl. <laughs> I'm ready. And that song is just so it's so powerful and just so sultry. So I already know that you you have something cooking up for that. And I just really like it. I like how it's just I don't know. You're what am I trying to say? It's like your your genesis qua. Like I can't really put it into words, but it just comes through. And your voice, you have such a voice that's like beautiful like it's just you could sing about tomatoes and grapes and I would be like this is beautiful like I want to hear more of this what about the tomatoes and grapes and so when you match that up to like your lyrics and it just always is just a combustion of beautifulness to me and soulfulness so I am a fan I definitely am a fan you that makes me feel amazing we're gonna have to get you some fan gear then some dedication gear we're gonna have to get a package to you i would love that honestly because i know a lot of artists (laughs) i know a lot i mean we live in the bay area everybody's an artist of some shape form whatever and I listen to a lot of different music that people put out. But honestly, when I listen to your music, I can relate to that. And it's just like, I don't know. It just connects with me. Like what you're saying is for real. And it's not like, oh, I'm just going to write this song and just see how it goes. You know, and so I like Thank that. And I you. appreciate that. Yeah, it's definitely real. really. <laughs> <laughs> And so since we're talking a little bit about, you know, just you and, you know, this this kind of power that you embody when it comes to performing, like, 
do you go into kind of like an alter ego or do you just give it like your true authentic self like Ooh, the I core of you right now i love performing i wish i had a show tomorrow <laughs> well i wish i had one at midnight i'll be on the way way where <laughs> <laughs> i'll be on the way way my dad ain't even fixed my tail light i push it fingers <laughs> crossed i'm going you're so funny <laughs> you're up there if you could put it into words honestly my like it's ecstasy like it's the best feeling that I have ever felt in my life like the best nothing could beat it it's (laughs) if I could do it every day and it were a part of my everyday like routine (laughs) (laughs) it feels that good but it is a very amazing feeling and just, oh, oh, ooh, it just, it feels so good, Mod. like, yeah, now I'm starting to think I probably won't need this husband. It feels so good. <laughs> <laughs> you just need to be booked every single day, even I'm, if it's like... Yes, I, I, for I a could song. Do it and to know that my son could be on the tour bus with me. And yeah, that's my dream life. If this, you know, when my career takes off and if there is a point where I am constantly touring, I would prefer to have my son with me and his schoolwork and um, a prestigious homeschool academy that he attends. And we will work it out. I know it would be a different life. And it would be hectic, but our life is pretty normal now. So does your son, um, does he ever come see you perform? He's seen me perform twice. So far, I've done two kid-friendly events. My other events have been, you know, at clubs, 21 Mm -hmm. and up, and venues that are not family-friendly. He's getting ready to see me perform in June, and he's also going to see me perform in August because... Those are two kid-friendly events that I have coming up. Mm. And he sees me practice at home. He hears me singing all the time. He hears me blasting my um, original instrumentals every day. So so he knows his mama is a singer. He knows for <laughs> sure. I have to tell you a story. Me and my sister, we were having a conversation about Beyonce and she was telling me how she was talking to one of her friends and they were just, well, he was laughing in particular saying Beyonce really has a beehive. She has people who will do anything for her. (laughs) And then we both said, yeah, people love Beyonce. And then my son said, well, I love Lottie Dolly. (laughs) (laughs) And I just laughed and hugged him so tight. It was just it was just so awesome for him to just put me back on track you know so he's like your your number one fan 
he just sees you working and that's just that's really like alignment right there where like your son can see your passion and he appreciates it and admires it like that's beautiful and then another instance recently last week I went to pick him up from school it I had just got the preview of my music video from a very known director and my son knows of this director because a lot of the music videos that my son watches is shot by this director so Mm -hmm. to see the same intro on my video his name is it's actually exaltus media so yes that's the person who shot my video he's gonna he's shooting sunday school and yes so it was just a lot of excitement so mm-hmm. he went to his school, Maude, and told his, the children, his classmates, that I'm famous. <laughs> so <laughs> I went to pick him up, and all the kids are asking me. And it was the 100th day of school, so all of the kids were dressed up like in old lady wigs, and they had canes. It was just the cutest thing. And they were just <laughs> asking me, are you famous? Are you famous? D'Angelo told us you were famous. And I'm like, not yet. almost hopefully well am i do you guys know something i don't know (laughs) (laughs) that is so cute he goes hard for you he's letting people know like she up next basically (laughs) it's just so cute it's the cutest thing my little baby Oh, that that's beautiful. That's really, really beautiful. And so I know you said you He wants a Lamborghini for his first car. I'm like, okay, if I don't okay. Alrighty. <laughs> he got if big dreams. This, if, this is in, if I'm buying your first car, oh something finna shake. Earthquake. <laughs> <laughs> something finna shake. <laughs> oh my gosh. Y'all too, y'all need a show. <laughs> just y'all talking in y'all conversations because I'm over here cracking up just a off Lamborghini. these secondhand stories. <laughs> oh my gosh. So I know you're talking about um you're shooting a visual for your your new single Sunday school. Do you have a project coming out soon? Yes, my Sunday school EP is dropping really soon my deadline is approaching so the project will be finishing up very soon and it will be coming out momentarily after its completion so i'm almost done Mm. it's 14 tracks oh that's a, a a real project right there 14 i'm ready yes it's 14 tracks it's it's rough. Be- oh, it's it's rough, and I'm hard on myself. I try not to be, but it has to feel. And what can we be expecting? Is it gonna be, you know, more Sunday schoolish, like sultry vibes, or is it gonna be a mixture of different kind of things going on? I'm glad that you get sultry vibes from Sunday school because that's just another representation of music being perception because the meaning of Sunday school, the fact that you get a positive vibe in general, it just it shows that you understand the underlying message of the song Mm -hmm. in general. The fact that you feel for it. 
Yes, you can be expecting a lot more of that if you're feeling Sunday school because it's just basically something that I have to say. You can take it with you. I mean, just just a couple of lessons I have. Hmm. Just a few lessons that I'm, I'm sharing with you all. It's all about what you do with it. But they coming. <laughs> <laughs> I love lessons. <laughs> Thank you. Because you're going to learn something or you're going to fall on your butt. (laughs) (laughs) Basically. (laughs) I love them too. (laughs) But real quick before we wrap up, I want you to just let everyone know where they can find you, where they can follow, add, buy, whatever. Just let us know where we can get more Lottie Dolly coming through. My single Sunday school is available now on all digital platforms, iTunes, Google Music, Amazon Music. I even got it up on me SoundCloud. You can follow my SoundCloud at Lottie Dolly, my Instagram at Lottie Dolly, my Twitter at Lottie Dolly. Um, my Twitter is under construction right now <laughs> because I'm always in my feelings, so... Um, my Twitter is um, bipolar and <laughs> is recovering. So y'all can go there and follow me if you want. But just know I was very bipolar in that moment. Uh, <laughs> I was joking. <laughs> no, but serious. In essence, that is a true statement. I just made that voice to give it um you know, just a little sense of humor behind it. Serious. I be in my feelings on my Twitter. But you to Don't we all? <laughs> <laughs> my Facebook is also Lottie Dolly. My mom and my grandma are on my Facebook and they tag me in things. So, you know, don't go to my Facebook trolling. So <laughs> I'm going to say because that's close to home. So behave yourself if you follow me on Facebook because my granny is on my Facebook okay i'm just want to thank you so much for coming on here for giving me a little taste of lottie dolly and for everyone listening Uh, i really appreciate it and i love this conversation like i've said before when you talk i just want to listen because you just you're always dropping gems you know even if it's ebonically speaking You always yeah. dropping gems. And just thank you so much for coming on to the show. Thank you so much, Ma. Thank you for having me. It was so much fun and a lot of, it was very unwinding. So I'm very mm-hmm. happy that I was able to come on. And I look forward to speaking with you again, my doll. Yes, we definitely have to do a part two. Um, and I'll just ask you even you more questions. You a fan, so that makes you a dolly pop. I'm a dolly hey. pop. Oh what? Hey. Oh what? I like yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Okay, I'm a dolly pop. Okay. I like that. But yes, definitely after your project drops, if you want to come back on and we could just talk a little bit more about that and Maybe dissect it a little bit and just kind of get a vibe from it. I'd love to do that. Awesome. That would be amazing. But again, thank you so much for coming on. And you take care, okay? Thank you.
Same to you.